Well, here we go, everybody. It's a Wednesday, and you hear the music. Welcome to the studios at Grand Forks Best Source. Time now for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. And standing by, realty expert John Brodeen is in the studio, and we're going to talk with John in just a minute. Look, if you want that home, let's go get you that home. And it's okay to feel a little nervous. Or to not know what to look for. Because our network agents have the expertise to take the scary out of buying a home. Well, most of it. Now, let's go get you home. All right, we're back in the studio. Realty expert John Brodeen is sitting in here with us today. How are you doing today, John? Hey, I'm good. Good. We were just talking dogs before yeah. we went on the air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, we got a blackout here on our camera, Paul. I wonder if we use there that we one. Uh, maybe it's blackout. You know, you know what it was? It was a short between my chair and the switch box. Oh, That'd be me. That's, okay. um, <laughs> that explains it. Uh, talking dogs, you are having a birthday party for your dog? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> earlier here in January, Norman turned two. So this Norman. Is, yes, Norman. <laughs> the, Norman the French Bulldog. I've posted him on my business Instagram a couple times. Okay. People love him. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. we tend to name our pets human names too. Yeah. Uh, now my dog is uh, a Labradoodle, so I tried to come up with a French name, and we named him Louis. Louis. Or Louis. Louis. Yeah. I like that. I um, like Rodney too. Yeah, Rest Rodney was Rodney. a pretty. He was a pretty good dog. Yeah. Um, yeah. We missed the little pug, but we've got another one coming now. Um, uh, we're gonna get another corgi. Okay. You working we, on names? Yes. Um, let's see. Um, what was the Harry Potter uh, long bottom? What was his Neville? Neville. Neville is one. Okay. Or pickle. Pickle. Yeah. Okay. They're kind of shaped like a pickle. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, should we talk about realty stuff? Yes. Yeah. How about if you're a first time buyer? How about the first steps for a first-time buyer? How's yeah. that? Yes. Um, so I've put together the five first steps that a first-time home buyer should take, and this is before you even view your first home in person. Okay. So this is from the de- from the time that you make the decision to buy a house, uh, that you want to buy your first house, these are some of the first things you should do. Number one, you need to check your credit report. You can use one of the free apps like Credit Karma or something, and just make sure everything looks right on there. Um and make sure there's nothing that uh, is incorrect that's dragging your score down because if there is something that you need to get changed or something that's incorrect, you need to get started on that early because mm-hmm. it can take a while. Sure. Um, secondly, you want to do a monthly budget, see how much you're spending each month, um, and you know, see how much you're spending each month before your housing costs and see how much you're spending each month after housing costs and see how much room you have to save up for your down payment. Okay. So you want to figure out how much you can put away each month for your down payment. Then number three is you need to uh, start saving up, which the best way that uh, you can do this is setting it up on like an auto auto transfer. So you're, let's say you're saving up 300 or 500 a month and you're putting it into an account specifically for your first house. Do it on an automatic payment, treat it like a bill. Um, it comes out each month. It doesn't require any discipline, doesn't require any mental energy. It just comes out of the account each month because when it when you have to actually go in and make mm. the decision to transfer it, 
it feels like more work and more sacrifice. And it, it hurts. Comes out. Exactly. <laughs> Why hurt every month when exactly. it's just automatic? <laughs> Automatic's the way to go. No, no willpower involved. Um, okay, so number four, now is when you can get in touch with your professionals. Your, your main people who are going to be helping you through this process are going to be your realtor and your mortgage lender. Um, you want to get in touch with them. And a lot of times your realtor can recommend a good mortgage lender. So like oftentimes people get in touch with me before they get in touch with their mortgage lender and I, mm-hmm. they'll ask me where they should go. Um, I can give them some options. And then, um, so once you've met with your mortgage lender, um, you're going to begin the pre-approval process. And so I kind of included that in with step four of getting in touch with your professionals. You're going to put in your loan application, provide your documents. You're going to find out what the max price is that you're pre-approved up to. Now you might decide that this isn't, you know, you, you don't have to max out that budget and it's probably smart not to. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to be in an uncomfortable situation where you're spending too much each month on your housing costs. Sure, sure. So uh, using your budget that you made previously, like your budget minus the, ho- uh, the housing costs, figure out what type of payment you'd be comfortable with, figure out what price range that puts you in, figure out whether that includes specials or not. Mm-hmm. That's going to be important mm-hmm. when you're looking at new homes or older homes so you can compare apples to apples. Um, and so, yeah, number five is just determining your price range, like we just said. Um, make sure when you're including, when you're figuring out your payment, you know, you want to include the taxes and insurance. Um, and so, yeah, those are the five main first steps that I that buyers should take before they're ready to buy a home. When you meet with your realtor, you're going to, once you've determined your price range, it's good to make a list of the homes you like that are in your price range and then go and drive by them so you can check out those neighborhoods mm-hmm. or even better yet, like walk or bike the neighborhoods. If it's oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, get a feel for where you want to be, where you don't want to be. Also, this is where your realtor can be really valuable to you, telling you what neighborhoods, um, you know, different characteristics of different neighborhoods mm-hmm. that might fit your needs. Uh what neighborhoods, like what house is a cheap house in that neighborhood and which which of those houses that you like um, is the most expensive house in the neighborhood because that can affect whether you're going to be able to put money into it and get it back or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, decide whether you want, uh, whether you're open to a fixer-upper or uh, something that's moving ready. Your realtor can really help. If, if it's a good realtor, they're going to ask you all the right questions to really help you nail down the type of house that you want, even if you don't know it yet. Right. I mean, there's so many deciding factors on where you want to buy your first house, but um, you might have kids. Yep. You might want kids in the neighborhood. You might find a beautiful house, but there's not a single kid in three blocks. Yep. Uh, schools, there's just so many determining factors. Yeah. And the more people can narrow down their exact needs and wants, and it's fine if these change. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of times from the first call that I have with somebody, people realize they want something completely different than they thought they wanted at first. Sure. So putting all those, doing the steps in the correct order, like getting pre-approved before you determine your price range so you actually know what your house payment's going to be on on your new house, then you don't have to you know, look in one price range and then switch to another price range. You don't have any surprises, any letdowns, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, the more specific you can be, like if you're like, Hey, I need something that's move in ready in the Kelly school district. Um, that, uh, and we need a two stall garage and we want a fenced in yard. Mm-hmm. You know, then that helps me do my job even better. And just, you know, then, then their time's not being wasted looking at homes that aren't going to fit for them. If sure. They can, if they can determine those needs and wants 
right away and tweak them as they go even it's it's going to lead to a an easier process more stress-free well you know when we go through these steps you check your credit report your monthly budget uh start saving get in touch with your professionals determine your price range now unless you are filthy rich um while you're doing this don't go on a spending spree. I'm yeah. guessing you don't want to go buy a new car. You don't want to do all that because all of that stuff is going to come up. Is it better then to wait once you have closed on your house before you think, okay, now I can finally get my new car? Exactly. Yes, 100%. Uh, so try to make it, well, no, no, not try. Make it so there are no new credit inquiries mm. on your credit report except for your mortgage application. You can apply, if you want to shop rates, you can apply at different mortgage lenders within a two-week period, and they're gonna, the mortgage lenders aren't going to count those extra inquiries against you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But don't apply for interest rate financing to buy furniture while you're in the process of buying a home. Don't buy a boat while you're in the process of buying a home. Don't buy a car. Uh, keep your finances as simple as possible. Don't move a whole bunch of money around because you're going to have to just provide way more documentation mm-hmm. um, than if you would have just kept it simple. No new credit lines, no new loans, nothing like that. Um, don't if you had ten thousand dollars cash on your mattress, uh, do not deposit that in your bank account. Yeah, keep it under um, your mattress. Keep it under your mattress <laughs> because every deposit that goes into your bank account that's a large deposit, they're going to have to verify where that came from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything is going to have to be accounted for. And plus, you want the garage before you buy the boat anyway, so you got somewhere to put your boat. That's true, yes. <laughs> don't don't put the, the cart before the horse or the boat before the garage. Yeah, uh, at my house, uh, she gets half the garage. I get the other half of the garage. My car never goes in the garage. Oh. It's either my mower, my snow, my, my four-wheeler, or my boat. Um, <laughs> That's a fair compromise. I'd I think say. it is. Yeah. I think it is. I'd rather have all that stuff nice and dry and warm than yeah. uh, my truck. It's got an auto start. There you go. <laughs> so now, again, um, I know this is usually a little bit of a slower time uh, in the realty world, but spring is not that far away, yeah. uh, especially when you go outside today. It almost feels like spring already. Yeah. But, you know, if you're looking at, especially if you're a first time home buyer uh, and you're thinking you want to get out of your apartment or you're moving to town or whatever this spring, Now's the time to get a hold of realty expert John Brodine. Yeah, yeah. Now's the time to get the process started. So, you know, start with step one. If you don't know your credit report already, check it out. Uh, do a budget to figure out your current expenses, figure out how much you can save for your down payment if you're not doing that already. Um, start saving up, put it on auto mm-hmm. uh, auto transfer so that money's going into your house fund automatically. No willpower involved. Uh, meet with your professionals, me and a mortgage lender. Um Get your pre-approval started, determine your price range, uh, and then that's when we can begin the fun part. And, you know, uh, you've been doing this long enough, uh, and that's one of the reasons they call you a realty expert when you say that you can help find the lender. I mean, this is all part of what you guys do every yep. day. Yep. And there's a few other professionals that, get, that are going to be involved, but none that you're going to work with as closely as your realtor and your lender. Like, mm-hmm. You're going to have to get in touch with your insurance person. I can recommend you or your mortgage lender can recommend you to somebody. Um, you're going to have to use a home inspector. You can decide to do that research on your own and pick one. Or if you want a recommendation, I can also provide a few. Um, so there's going to be other professionals involved. But, um, you know, the the main thing. And when we talk about saving up for a down payment, we're not talking about a 20% down payment. Right. Keep in mind for the first-time homebuyers out there. The average first-time home buyer, I believe, puts 7% down. Okay. Uh, very common to put 5% down. You can even put 3% down, 0% down in some cases if you qualify for those type of loans. 
there are first time home buyer down payment assistance programs available that you want to look into. You have to be under certain income requirements and that sort of thing, but it's worth looking into. Um, and when we talk about saving up, you will need money though, uh, because you're going to have your down payment. You're going to have your closing costs. In addition to your down payment, mm-hmm. you're going to have, uh, you're going to pay for your appraisal out of pocket to order it. You're going to pay for your home inspection out of pocket. And you know, you've got moving costs. You don't want to drain. You want to have enough saved up in that house fund that you're not draining your entire like emergency savings to buy a house because you, you want to have some money in your pocket when you buy a house. It's, you're going to have other expenses that come up as a part of moving, decorating. You know how that goes. Yeah, sure. You don't want to buy your dream house, your first house ever, and uh, not be able to put furniture in it or eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's something That's pretty a big. Buzz kill. <laughs> That's a buzzkill. That's a buzzkill. Busy week for you this week? Yeah, yeah. Um, busy. A lot of t- So this time of year, I really focus on putting my systems and processes in place that are going to help me when I'm really busy. So right now is not my busiest time of year, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm busy getting systems set up, marketing plans, and all this kind of thing for 2022. All right. Um, You know, talking with you, uh, it's pretty obvious you're a realty expert. Um, Hopefully there's people that are thinking about buying their first home right now that uh, will watch this show. And uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of realty expert, John Brodine, how do they do that? Yeah, so if they want to get a hold of me right now, 701-213-5428. If they want to get to know me and learn a bit more about real estate before they get in touch with me, follow me on Instagram, uh, subscribe to me on YouTube, uh, check out my Facebook business page. I post a lot of content just for first-time homebuyers on all those uh, platforms. Okay, and uh, I take it you will be back in the studio on Friday. Yes. All right. There we go. Uh, John Brodine, he is your realty expert with Berkshire Hathaway and your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. There you go, the first steps for first-time buyers. Get a hold of John Brodine. You got the phone number. And until Friday, there you go, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast.